Okay, we're going to begin with one Shailam, and before we get to the next part of the Sugya, which everybody's going to have to concentrate for, but that's true for every night, but I promise you to go back to the issue with the Chatei B'Shir Shatiskia when the fellow was taking out the pizza, the bread that was stuck to the walls, and that's an Isidar Bonon, Pas. And the Gemara was discussing whether it's ever mutter to do that. to say somebody from an iser, asam is deresa, an iser skila in this case, or chatas, but chil shabbos. And if you recall, the Gemara asked of lashon bitmia, we don't have to do that. And the Taisa says the cases we do, depending if you're responsible or how much of an onus he is and the like. And the pashup shot in the Gemara, nobody argues on this prat. It's pretty clear from the Gemara, and you probably figured that before the Gemara, that if you put something in the oven to bake, put something in the stove and the oven to cook, and somebody manages to take it out, the fellow himself can save himself. You could save yourself from and until it's baked and cooked, whatever the shear is, Equivalent in baking. So you didn't necessarily draw a bonon, you took a big risk, but Lamaisa, the Malacha wasn't finished. And at that time, some of you almost started asking, what about Zriya? There aren't too many exceptions, and Shaili is, are there any exceptions? But we're going to, after the first question, which is uh, also in the Chatei Shatiske, we're going to begin discussing the famous Machlokes about that, which is very important for the lumdis of these particular Malachas, and what was assumed as Dover Pashat, the Chatei Shatiske, that you're saving the guy, the question is, you're allowed to do that, but he can save himself, is that everybody's masking him by cooking and baking, if you stop it before it happens, you're a putter. It's the Rabbanon, putter, Velasar, question is the other ones. So the title of this, by the way, is nobody should get nervous if you miss the shear and you uh, look at the title. Cooking up a storm or removing the seeds of disaster. That sounds very sinister. Uh, people ask me how many hours I spend thinking of these titles. Uh, they just, uh, <laughs> if you have Siat which I always uh, try to tap into, I'm not always successful. So it's, um, it's supposed to be a title that you'll remember always if you're at the shear. So you're not going to forget that one. Seeds of disaster is uh, going to be very apropos because if the malach is done right away, uh, we're talking about Chil Shabbos, and if you can undo it, that's the title. So we will get to that in Mitzvah Shem in a few minutes. I never explained the title, but after I wrote it, I said, that sounds very scary. <laughs> so it is. We're talking about potential Chil Shabbos. So uh, I think the title is apropos. Before that, so a number of you had asked about the examples we were given Amazing how we needed a year of preparation to get to them, and it's still a bit unclear in the pace game what the parameters are, rightfully so. You're removing yourself from a matzav and triggering either right away or very soon afterwards a toxic situation of Avera. How responsible are you? You're falling off on the job in Tachacha, Harvis. Is it Lifneiver? So last week we discussed the possibilities. And Zobashin was of the opinion, he was quoting Terry Evan. It wasn't just, uh, he had Raya's, 
that if, to have an example, you're on the way and somebody's about to do Ganeva and you want to hear Chris McGill, you have to stay there because if you leave and you know he's going to do the Ganeva, it's a problem. And uh, that's what you asked, well, Maisa, what do you do about this? Libby uh, Emily, as I said last week, that the Lacha doesn't expect you to stay there forever. But the cases we talked about, it isn't forever. It's a bar mitzvah. When's bar mitzvah end? 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. So if you just stay around the chasna and you overhear somebody beferish who's not joking, says, well, anybody know when the rov is leaving, we want to pull down the mechitzah and have mixed dancing, Rahman al-Islam. Are you allowed to leave? So you can already say it's not the proper thing to leave because it's at least arvus. But is it an isadaraisa? Is it just an assay? How much do you have to sacrifice for it? Leilainu shouldn't come up, but these shailas can come up. And one of the examples we gave was the fellow on the second to last stop in the Egged bus line at around 11, 12 o'clock at night. And it was him, the bus driver, and a lady. And he was getting off. And Shaila's he allowed to get off because he assumed the bus driver was not yet firm or not firm enough and clearly was not dealing with this uh, Shaila. And he's going to be off the bus and then it's going to be him and that lady. It's going to be Yichud. So... Yes, but if he's if it's pretty clear that he's not going to do anything about it, and let's make the case easy, he brought up to him and says, you know, it's, it gets pretty, the last stop, it really gets dark and nobody else is around, it's 12 o'clock at night, and uh, I don't know how loud you could say with her saying that, but if she's from, she'd want to know about, well, let's say he tried and doesn't think it's going anywhere. Even if everybody's from, like, they Yeah, no, they're from, are they would they realize right away, it's not a psychiatrist, if you get off, and then they wait a second, there's Yichud over here. So that's part of the Shaila. It's a great example. It happened. I'm going to guess to what the circumstances were. The following Shaila was sent in by Rabbi Avraham Hoberman, who sends in uh, not frequently, always uh, well thought out. He wanted to know, he started asking what somebody asked to the Shir, but I think we addressed it. Maybe he's a couple behind. Is it a dimion to the case of the bar mitzvah? The bar mitzvah, you're going to leave. Maybe they take down the machitza, maybe not. Maybe the band's going to play something bizarre, maybe not. So the guy said, why is he leaving? That means it's going to happen. Here, you're walking off the bus, it's triggering a direct matzah of yichud. So that is a chilek. Shailah said a machalik. I thought the case would be, and if it's not, let's just talk about the hypothetical case. You're on a bus line. Buses travel through streets, usually main roads. They're city lights out. Once you have a shayla, you're finishing a date that's one in the morning and you're parked in front of the house and there's no lights for miles. Can't see a thing. So that's already a problem. And if you're in the matzah, I tell people, turn on the light in the car. It's not illegal. And drop her off quickly. Say a quick good night, not a good night that's going to end the dating process. Like, don't bark. Like, can you please... I'm going to slow down to five miles an hour. Can you jump out? Because we have months of Yichud, and I'm very firm. So you want to like balance a little bit, but it is a problem, and you got to deal with it. So you certainly can't sit there. If I had to try it many times, and the first a few wanted a taina that uh, it's not true. My parents are zicha looking out the window. I said, what number sibling are you? So if they say they're the first, they say that's a good heter. If they're the third, fourth, fifth, or eighth, I usually break the news to them. Their parents are probably fast asleep. And you hear a guest, my parents care about me, they're not fast asleep. I said, it's one in the morning, your father gets up at 5 a.m., and they'll ask you how the date went the next day. Sometimes yes, sometimes not. But you have to know the mitzvahs, and you can't, you're on a muncie block with three houses, 
uh, five houses, two of them are uh, away, and uh, it's dark and there's nobody watching. So that's an issue. So I'm just to uh, describe the case over here. They're in a well, it's an Egged bus, in a well lit road. There are people still going by. It's 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, it's not 3 o'clock in the morning. So the second question he asks, he said, Is there a chilik? And the second question, they're related, is does he have a head to stay now, two men and one lady? If it's already past the Zman Shena, you need a third person all the time. And any Yichud Shaila, because one might fall asleep. And 12 o'clock is past a lot of people's bedtime, and there are two people, and the guy is in the seat as a passenger. He might fall asleep and doze off. It happens all the time. So he's a matzah, he's a matzah with the Yichud Rabbonon already. Does he have a heter to stay in, in Yichud Rabbonon to prevent him from Yichud And the answer is no. And I didn't think that was the case. That's why the answer is no. We had the problem with Radia Sapas. That's why I started with that tonight, and it's tonight's uh, subject. You're pulling it out, doing this to Abana Radia Sapas. We don't allow you to do that for somebody else who's not a, who's a Pashaya or a Shagig, not a complete honest. The honest is where the Shaila starts. This guy, okay, maybe he's a Tinshanish, but maybe he's not. But then you get this whole Shaila, he should know better. It's an Israel. Maybe the guy's even from Magyar but he's not really focused on it. He thinks he's a Heter. You have no head to do an Isdra to save him from his race in this case. So, if it's already an Isdra Bonon, it happens to be, is two men and one lady in Isra Stam. Before he gets to the nighttime, after bedtime scenario, we need three men. So, the Machaber is Machmir and the Ramah is Mekel, and many Yachranim say you should be Machmir like the Machaber over here, which is not always the case when the Ramah weighs in one way or another. So, it starts off a little bit in the wrong foot. I think the scenario would be in an Egad bus, that there are lights and their cars going by. So it's questionable whether because it is sir of Yichud, even if it's past everybody's bedtime, because there's a lot of traffic going by. You could say the Egad bus is higher, they don't see inside. Okay, so you have to paint the scenario, and that's why you got to ask a Shaila if this happens. But the last stop, if Yitzhak is going to a place where there's really nobody, but the last stop is usually out in the bundak somewhere, and now you're getting off, even if you weren't in a Matzah of Yichud, the Shaila is that you're allowed to get off, because maybe you should save them. And his question was, you're not saving them, but you, you have to put yourself in his door bonum to do that. And talk if you're going with them to that last stop, uh, then you might be putting yourself in his door bonum, depending on who's around, in which case it's usher. So that's a good chazara. Uh, quickly, just remember, whenever you have yichud, whatever you're thinking about yichud, if it's nighttime, you need another shamer. You need another person. The babysitting shayla is the most common yichud I get them all the time, Baruch people at least asking, and... You have to keep that in mind. Whatever might work by day doesn't necessarily work at night. And getting back to the first Shaila, is it a psikresha? Well, it depends on, again, how dark it is, where they are, what matzah they were in right before, and where they're going for the last particular stop at this bus line. And the bar mitzvah the chasna is different. It might not happen, but the case we described was where he overheard somebody credible saying, when is the world leaving? Because the, you know, the band wants to get going and they want to start the next type of dancing in this hall. And that's a question of a minute or two after he leaves. This bus scenario is 20 seconds after he steps off the bus. Not such a huge chilek in terms of it being a segregation. So that's something to think about. Yes? If the bus driver is not from does he even help us show? That's another problem. And that's a machalikazachranim whether it, the, the two men helps because they, they, they're embarrassed in front of each other. Does that work when it's one-directional? It has to be bi-directional, and that's part of the Shiloh also. But even if he is from, and it's just an Amaretz, but he's not necessarily a Paretz, 
that's another shayla. How do you define a parrot? A parrot might be not he's not a nice guy, but since he's not married, he doesn't care about these. He's not focused. In which case, by definition, he's a parrot. And then you have your shayla. If he is indeed a parrot, do you need bidirectional for the embarrassment component to uh, ward off the the issue? So um, glad you asked that because that's part of the shayla. Every time I get a yichud shayla, you gotta ask a lot of questions because the scenario is very important and there's certain coolers and lack thereof depending on what's going on. So, uh, so that is important. Okay, so that was uh, from the chatei, which was the sugi of the oven. Now we're going to go back to the oven and the baking. In front of you is a minchas chinuch. And this is a very famous machlekes. If you never saw it, it's about to become more famous. So... The lumdis here is, is fascinating because there's a, at least a double machlekes l'shitasam. We're going to frame it as the machlekes mechaschinuch and the rishash. Rishash came after mechaschinuch, but the rishash is still in the back of the gemara, and he's the rishash, and everybody quotes it, and they'll be trying to figure out what's the svarachitzena, what are the rayas, what are the kashes, and then there's an avdenezer, which you always know is coming if you're in a lumdis shesugi and shabbos. The avdenezer is the egle tal. Neglatal is going to weigh in on such a basic shayla for sure, in one direction or another, or in the middle. In this case, it happens to be in the middle. So I'm, I'm getting you ready for that. As I mentioned when we said about two months ago that we're going to get back to this, uh, this is a great example as we start seeing the rayas. It sounds like such a basic, important chagira for certain malachas, bishul, rafia, zriya. Why is it first discussed in the Menchaz Chinuch? The answer is, is that, not a kasha, especially in Hechel Shabbos, and the uh, lambdas of trying to take apart the Malochas, most of what we have in terms of the raid of the Sugiya is the Menchaz Chinuch, the Eglet Tal, Bir Alochas, the huge Bir Alochas in Hechel Shabbos, go through a lot of these Shabbos trying to figure out what the Malochas are. And that's fine, because that's the same, you read this Adairis, and I'll say that in a negative way, where whenever you're trying to figure out a sugya that's not preferish, you got to look at the Bishayim, you got to look at the sugya, and it was obviously pushed it to the Bishayim because they never explained this prat, even though the shayla is very basic. I'm going I'm to say in a minute what the two shaylas are going to be dealing with are. And there's nothing preferish in the Bishayim. And in the Mishnahis and the Gemaras they're going to quote can be interpreted two ways. And that's fine. That's uh, typical in a sugya, but you find it more in Lama Tesmalochus. It was really a lot was done in breaking it down over the past uh, 150, 200 years. And just in time. That's why everything's by shared terror is, uh, is developed in a way. Nothing's developed. It's all there in the Messiah. But you're forced to break it down, even though the Rashba would answer it in one second and assume it's Dover Pasha one direction or another. He didn't have to write about it, and he doesn't have to write about it. The truth is Rashba either, but it wasn't Ogea. Now, the most dynamic area of Halacha, in terms of figuring out alumnus or something to apply, it is Hilcha Shabbos, because everything is new. Every gizmo, every, every gadget, and every, we're always trying to in just the last 10, 20, 30 years. So that's why the gedarm of these things is, is very important. So, without further ado, you're gonna, I'm going to point it out. You're going to hapana when the Mechaz Chinuch, as he says his assumption, the sugya, writes that this is a davar poshit that every Tinek Shabbes Rabbah knows. And the point he's talking about is what the Rosh is going to argue on and say the exact opposite. So that's what's unique about this. 
if it's if the shaila is such a complicated shaila and the chachir can go either way, it's very amazing and astounding that the mechas will assume the davar pasht in one direction and the rashash is going to say even less and assume the davar pasht in the exact opposite direction. So actually, before we read it inside, I promised to tell you what the shaila is going to be. Uh, I'll say over two of them among the uh, three or four we're going to discuss. If you cook on Shabbos and it's uh, 20 minutes before, 15 minutes before Shabbos is over, before it says, and you put something in the oven, you start cooking, and it only gets to Macham and Desai, or Karma Panah, the similar Macham and Desai in baking, after Shabbos. After Shabbos, the holiday is Ravina time, after Shabbos. Are you high potter? I'm saying it over like that because I'd like to, so you're all afraid to answer because you know it's a trick question. Well, the good news is, Either the Rishash will agree with you or the Mechashinach will agree with you. So you're not really in dangerous territory. But what would most people say? You could be with the most people. What? Anybody? You had a pre... What? I would say Potter. I would have said Potter also. I think, I think, I think nine out of ten... I'm not trying to jade the sugya. I'm giving all these introductions. I want you to understand what's at stake over here. I was not done on Yep. So it's interesting. That's going to be part of the Mechashinach, the Rishash and the Mechashinach, believe it or not. Even though we just asked people who um, learned some uh, Shabbos and the Malachas, and most people, I think, would say Potter. That doesn't mean it's more right. Mechaz Chinuch is going to think so in a very big way. And the question is how to explain it. The Mechaz Chinuch is going to say one line, because the Mechaz Chinuch will leave it to the Shmeros Chayim to try to explain what he means, which we're going to get to. But uh, yes, you're going to have to stop making chalukim. And the Shash is not going to make any chalukim. He's going to learn everything out from Zariah, as, as we'll explain. So one child is, can you do Malach on Shabbos and be chayef after Shabbos? And the other child is, if you have a seed and you plant it, it takes three days for a seed to be mashrish into the ground, for it to take hold. So everybody's going to agree. If you want to be even the Malach of Zariah on Shabbos, and you plant a seed, and it takes till Tuesday to be mashrish. Are you chayev? So all the people who just said, say it was a trap, all the people who just said, pashit yapata, right? But everybody has to agree that you're chayev, because it always takes three days, and there's a malacha zareya. So, obviously you can be chayev after Shabbos. You could draw a tzura of, you had a seed that sprouted, and you planted it. That's the modern, your gadget at home in your kitchen, and his gadget over there, where the things that are sprouting in front of your eyes. But that's or, the or modern. We get a, remind me at the end of this uh, in a few days or oh, next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so remind me about that. Also, it was a particularly fascinating raya. Uh, please remind me about that because that that will go in the wrong direction also. But let's keep it simple for now. It it's being mashrish on Tuesday. Your regular average Joe seed on the farm. And uh, Tuesday is not Shabbos, even if you can make havdal till Tuesday. It's not Shabbos. Okay, how much does have a Shabbos you have? And you obviously chayv is because it's one of the lamatas malachas. Oh, so the second machleik is going to be. I'm just I'm conditioning you so you all don't faint when we start saying this. You just suggested that well, okay, you have till Tuesday. Fortunately, say so you do tshuva on Monday morning after vuracham. That's the middle of tachana. You do tshuva and you run to the field. Where is that thing? And you pull it out. Are you putter? <coughs> That's a machleik is the mechasenich and the mishash. Why? I didn't explain anything yet. But I just told you two of the possible very big nafkaminas here. Now let's begin the Mechaz Chinuch.
Yadua, page one. These were uploaded a while back when I threatened to speak about it two months ago. So um, anybody online, uh, just go, uh, go back on the files uh, after tonight and uh, should be there. Yadua, Dachal Malacha Shabbos, Enachayim HaMalacha, Rak Benigmer Malacha, Kegayin Oifem, Duchayim Mishum Mavashol, Mavashol, Enachayim Ashenefa, and Nizbashol. It's got to be baked, got to be cooked, or mostly there in what we call Macham and Nesai, one third, one half, or Kamar Panel. Aval Al Hadbaka Batana, sticking the thing on the oven wall, as per Agamara. Which you're allowed to do to save your life, and he's not allowed to do to save your life most of the time. Or save you machatas. But if it was done, it didn't get baked. And that is the only thing that's not a machlekes in the sugya, because that's our original gemara. That's how we get onto this. That's less mandapolic. Kimavur, lehedra, mesecha, shabbos, dalam, and alav, gabi, tilo, deisakam, jeva, deisaskila, vechulu, our entire sogi of chate, bishur, shatiske. So far, so good. Vim hidbi betana, venefa, chay, valafia, chata, saskila, after bishasafia, ena, sakla, maisa. So observation number two is that if you put it in, let's say, shabbos afternoon at one o'clock, rachmalaslan, and then you go take a nap, and it just cooks and bakes, and you didn't do any other maisa. Even though you didn't help it along necessarily, no mice at the time that it hits that uh, benchmark. There's a reason you'll see very why he has to lay down these assumptions, and so far everybody agrees. If you pull it out before it's baked and cooked, your potter leaves me the rice. Obviously, it's, it's extreme chazara when you start cooking. To me, it's certainly included in the rabbanon, and. So it's a new Shia. And here you have a matzav where you're not actively doing anything. You can go to sleep. And it gets cooked an hour or two hours later. You're chayev, even though you didn't actively bring it to that point. I'll just throw an example out. You're going to wonder why I threw that example out, but it's going to be important for later. If you have a bow and arrow, we seem to be coming back to that a lot nowadays. You have a bow and arrow or a crossbow, now that I'm so literate in the different options. And you shoot the arrow, and it uh, goes very far, and it uh, does hezek, or hurts somebody, Islam. So, the scenario, you're all familiar, Baba Kama, Isha, Misham Chetzia, Misham Amaynai, Hipaska Misham Chetzia, also an aspect of Amaynai. And if you light a fire in your field, and then carelessly you lit it over here, should have known full well that it can travel to other places, and it did. And it starts consuming, it does a lot of damage, and it keeps on damaging. So, Muvein, who did that, is higher for all the damage it does, even though he went to sleep since then, and even if he died, the estate is higher. That's a unique example. It continues doing damage, the estate is liable as long as it does damage. And that's because Eishim Mishum is that you shoot an arrow, you're the Pashayah shot the arrow, and the arrow's going to do damage when it gets there, but that's from your kayach, and Eish is one of those of us that that's considered your kayach with the kayach with the wind, but your chayev and your chayev ongoing. So the most famous Nemuka Yosef in Shas. Yes, anybody, stop paying me in the street tomorrow morning besides asking all these other trick questions. Uh, ask him, uh, what does the Nemuka Yosef say? So I'll tell you right away, the Nemuka Yosef is in Babakama. 
And he asked the famous Kasha on this sugi of He says, if you're responsible by setting an Eish, you lit it, then it's going to go. But there like you shoot an arrow, it's going to go with your force. So how is it mutter to have a luck as neighbor as an Arab Shabbos? If, as it continues burning, that's your Maisa, your Chayev for the Nezek, so your Chayev for the Malacha, and it's burning throughout Shabbos. Not only is it mutter, but there's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah drop on and called the Lakas Neiris. So why is it a mitzvah? It shouldn't even be mutter. That's his famous kasha. There's a lot of rage, huge amount of terror on this Shailah. Mukayesif himself says the Shailah, what he means, we'll probably go back to discuss since we finished the Mechazin of Rashash, but he says that the entire Malacha is really finished. The damage, the hezek over here, when you pull that trigger on the crossbow, or when you let go on the regular bow and arrow. And everything was done then, both in terms of the Hezek and in terms of Malach Shabbos. It goes back to Lamafreya to when you did it, that was on Erev Shabbos, and you can't be over in Echel Shabbos doing something on Erev Shabbos. Everybody's mighty to that also, by the way. The debate of starting something on Shabbos, finishing Matzah Shabbos, is going to be a Machlekes. If you do something on Erev Shabbos, nothing discussed. That's not Echel Shabbos. You lit on Erev Shabbos, so it goes back to the original Maisa. The problem with that is the Kilsanki, the stipler asks uh, in his uh, stickle on this, he says there's a din, it's a fairish Gemara, that if you shoot an arrow, forgetting it was Shabbos, but then you realize mid flight of the arrow that it was Shabbos, so you don't bring a chattas because the shagig has to be from the beginning to the end. And the Kilsanki says, according to Mukayesif, according to his terrorists, there's no beginning and end. There's a beginning. Everything goes to Marfreya to the Maisa. So. How can you be part of Machatz if you remember the middle? Uh, what happens in the middle and the end is not that it goes out to your Maisa. And many Achan go on to say the answer is that it is Chil Shabbos, because it's you doing it ongoing, but you can't be Chayiv in a Shabbos without doing a Maisa. And there's no Maisa, it's a separate Lomdas. And there are many other Mahalachim. This information is important for what we're going to discuss, but everybody's Maida, there's an answer to the Mukhiyas' Kasha. You can't be over on Chilvah Shabbat by lighting something on Shabbos because it's a mitzvah to do, and even if it wasn't a mitzvah, it's certainly mutter. Question is, in terms of you being misyachis to a maisa, and that's what we're going to discuss, how far does it go? So the Mechazin is pointing out that you put this porridge, this soup, on the fire. The fact that you're not being metapal with it, you are, you're not, it doesn't make a difference, you can go to sleep. When it hits Macham at the side, you're going to be chayyim. Why? Because you did the maisa. The Maisa is Mesiachas to you. And if you did the Maisa on Shabbos, you have a problem. Did it on Friday? You don't have a problem. It get, gets cooked on Shabbos because all of the sugi is about Shia and Blechs and all those things are in Isidur You might be stirring the coals to be able to get it moving quicker. But that's not Isidur Reisa. You put it up on Friday. It's fine. So far, so good. This is, we're laying out what everybody agrees to. And the dimming to the chaits and the fire will get back to Mitzvah Shem. So let's go back to the Mechaz The uh, first word in line is Hidbik. Hidbik betan of an ef ha-chayv al-afiyah chatas ha-skila. After b'shas ha-fiyah is a klal maisa mekam ha-kam chayv kivin da-asa maisa betchilo ha-yadeh maisa nis-abed ha-malocha. He discusses in this next line why it's not hasra ha-sofik. No? Sorry to ask you for the simple answer. That's a complicated topic. Why isn't this hasra ha-sofik? Guys, give me hasra. Don't do this yichayv skila. Why isn't hasra ha-sofik? Answer it, why is that sort of suffering? Because it might not happen. It didn't happen yet. Answer is, but it's on autopilot, and if you don't do anything, it's going to happen. 
that's not considered Asra Safik. That's what he deals with over here. Love Yasra Safik, Shasad Bakid, Domyikha Semanatanaka de Mafia. That's like saying the guy's a god and you're warning him against Ratsika, maybe he's a bad shot. It's not Asra Safik. So Asra Safik is if you're about to hit somebody and there's Ruven and Shimon and one of them is the father and they don't know which one is his father, Safik uh, seven month, nine month baby. And they give Masra for Ruven and then they give Masra for Shimon. It's a Sasafi because they don't know which one the father is. So you must for both, but that's the sugi over there. You got to I did it at the same time. But Sasafi is never on can you accomplish what you're trying to do? That depends on the, the mitzvah. That's not how. That doesn't make it a Sasafi. That's the Pashtus. First line is Atanakal Mafia, Tamavu Abitasis. Demasal comes, Yehovah is not going to go into it. Akapan Machazinim. Da'al. First one line is Da'al. Da'al Amaisa, Lanaz Chayev, calls Mashal and Asa Malacha. The Malacha has to finish. Means before you need both the maisa of the cooking and the completion of the cooking to be done on Shabbos itself. And if you put it up before Shabbos, it's not an isidaresa, it might be an isidarabon. If you have a blacher, it's not macham and dosai, depending on how you pass him. I'll pitch an effort. But Shabbos, Kavu, Bishabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos, Mutarin, Kedim, Chashecha, Alpha Pish, and this Avid, Bishabbos. Which is happens to be cooking and baking. Can go past as we just explained. So far, so good. And this is part of what's poshit. Same thing, the opposite way around. You put in the pas with ten minutes to go on the clock in Shabbos. And this is a slow cooker. It takes two hours. So that was your vote, and that was most people's votes. It didn't finish and never baked and never cooked. So that's it. You're off to you even as the Took a risk, but the maaser wasn't cooked. Just like the gemara says, if you take it out before it's cooked, your potter, which the gemara does say, the potter, uh, that sushtel is what the rishash is going to argue on. In came bevada nefes bechol gamkin adin kain. Keep saying bevada. Kibachol eno iser klal. It's got to be a zman of iser and it has to be completed bezman iser. Ha klal. The general rule is the chayav alasiv amalacha kechad im nasa b'shabes bechamehem eno chayav b'shabes zeh poshut. So don't push it mode. You need both the malacha and the maisa on Shabbos. You don't have both. There's nothing discussed. No chatas, no skila. So he says, vadai, vadai, and he says, that push it. For the uh, sneak preview, look at Lama in the footnote already. We're going to see the Rosh inside, but he already makes note of the fact. My depshitalai, you see in the bottom? My depshitalai, the Rabbeinu, mesapkalai, la prima godim. It's not just the Rosh The prima godim, who gives very detailed hakdamas to everything in Shulchan Aruch, we discussed all the famous Chakirus, often they're found in the Prima Godim, and he's not sure that it's Pashit, and he thinks maybe if you did the Ma'is on Shabbos, even if it happened after Shabbos, you should still be Chayev. So, you're not Chayev, the Prima Godim is Mesopic, and the Rashash, which he quotes here, we will see inside later, Rashash, Shabbos, I can give him a little bit of a finish. Matzah Shabbos, Sunday, Monday, rock, 
He says the Gemara, the one Gemara we have on this, everybody agrees. If you were raised as a pasta, you took it out, then it's posh, it never got baked. So if it never got baked, nothing to discuss. But if it gets baked, even Mazda Shabbat Sunday, the Rashash holds is Chayev, Prima Gadim is Mesopic, and Mechasinach holds its potter. What is the Raya going to be? So the Mechasinach already starts bavarning what the Kasha on him is, and he comes to tell you what he thinks is the exception, which is the three more lines. Hine, next paragraph. Zareya Bishabbath Yantiv Havi Abmalacha. One of the 39, Mavur Bissachim, Chafam and Alf, Gabi Klayakarim. The different examples of when something was there first, you're planting now something next to it. And Klaya uh, Kerem applies the Chutzler, it's is a popular Shaila, both in climates where you grow things or in places where you have a lot of acreage in your backyard, or if you have these gadgets in your kitchen. It's amazing how the roots on some of them Underneath, they really get intertwined, but it's all Klai Zeram, it's, uh, that's Mutter, and if you had one of those gadgets in Yisrael, it's not really Yisrael per se, it's hydroponic, so it's, um, it's not a Shailu and Chesler, it's for sure, and it has to be in the ground to be an issue in Yisrael Pashtus. Uh, over here, he wants to bring a Raya from this dinner climb, and you'll see what the Raya is right now. Gabi Klai came to Zuhu Mekar and Nes Elabash Rosha. Hainu de Niklat Baaretz. It is now mushrush on the ground that took root. Ancient Barashi Masa Zuhu Mekar. The Kadam Ashrosha Havi Kamuna Pekad. The Rashi says before those three days, it's like in a jar. Nothing happens. It's not Kalayim. Lavi Kalayim Klal. And that takes three days. What the Menchaz Chinuch is obviously asking on himself is how can it be that you have. Zri, and it takes three days. If you just said anything happens after Shabbos, it's not going to be Chayev, and you'll answer, well, that must be the exception. Question is, is it the exception, or is it teaching up something about the rule? Mechazin is going to argue that's the exception. He's going to try to explain why it's an exception. And uh, that's going to take some explaining, and Mitzvah Shem will pick that up tomorrow night.